Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about intentional intimacy and what it means for your marriage to have a clear understanding of each one. And I want to start with this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, intentional living means making your choices based on your greatest values, not the habits of others. And as you know what the intimacies are, you actually do get to define those for yourself. You do. Right. And see what that looks like. And we're going to be talking about that in today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And if this is your first time listening to us, we just want to say welcome. Yeah, thank you. We are so excited to have you here. And if you're wondering what a hug is, it's really, it's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, you know, Mm -hmm. someone whose marriage has been changed maybe by listening to the show or by implementing some of the strategies that we talk about here on the show. And this hug came from an email that we received that said, I found your podcast via Apple while working from home during the pandemic. Since discovering your podcast, I've been listening to you more than music and devotionals when I'm not on conference calls. Hey man, love it. Even though your show is about marriage, here's the twist. I am rapidly approaching my 48th birthday and I am a lifelong single, never married, no Mm. kids, not by choice. It's just the way life has worked out for me so far. Yet, despite not being married, I really enjoyed listening to your podcast for two reasons. One, you are real. And two, the six forms of intimacy and the intimacy lifestyle seem to be great building blocks for a marriage. Mm. Your transparency and straight from the hip thoughts and advice are greatly appreciated. Your podcast is a blessing and it's had an impact on me. If the day ever comes where I do become a married woman, I'll have the tools in my marriage toolkit thanks to your podcast. I love it. And you know what the, the coolest thing is, is... We hear from so many folks who are single, who mm-hmm. do listen. And you know what? We're, we're so honored that you would trust us in this season of life of where you are. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, you are so equipping yourself. And for those of you who are married, you get it. You, you're already there. You're, you're equipping yourself. So make sure you are continuing to dive in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, I love that this particular listener, you know, talked about the six forms of intimacy because, and just recognizing that as a tool, um, as she said, for her future marriage toolkit, because that's, that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Right. Last week, I had used a phrase in the show that really resonated with Tony and I and actually resonated with some of you as well as we've gotten other emails and comments in. And it really it really hit us. That this is where this is where we're moving. Mm-hmm. Right. This idea. And what I said last week, I, I used the phrase intentional intimacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's really ironic for Tony. I mean, you know, we, we look at things sometimes as just human beings in in terms of decades, Mm -hmm. right? And 10 years ago, we were about six months into this thing called the one extraordinary marriage. So six, seven months, because we had started in January of 2010. And we were in the process of writing our first book, 
strip down 13 keys to unlocking intimacy in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Just as a side note, you probably all heard the word intimacy in that title. And, you know, when we first started writing that book, I mean, first of all, any, for any of you that are first time authors, you know that writing a book is just like a crazy experience. And when you're writing a book with your spouse, like talk about taking your intimacy to the next level when you're doing all of these things together. But the really ironic thing as we were preparing for this show is that, you know, 10 years ago, we were writing on intimacy. Mm-hmm. And here we are a decade later of, of, you know, sharing messages about sex and love and commitment. I mean, that's, you guys hear Tony say that every week on the show. And what we've realized is that it really all kind of comes back to this idea of being intentional about intimacy in marriage that, that, you know, instead of just being focused on one intimacy to really get intentional about all six and what that could look like. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but this whole COVID season of being home more, you know, time looks different because, you know, all of the distractions that maybe kept us busy and just kept us on the go and not necessarily having to look at marriage, you know, you'd be able to actually go out on a date instead of, you know, like Tony and I did last night where we, we went to a restaurant, we took takeout wearing our masks and then we sat in our car. Mm -hmm. Not the way date night used to look. Although I will have to say in my journaling, journaling this morning, I did a whole piece on I'm grateful and one of the things that did come up as I was just writing that down, I just said, you know, I am grateful for dinner in the car because there was something about it that we, we haven't done it in so long, but it was, it was relaxing to me. And I was just very grateful for that time with you. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I thank you. I'm not diminishing the time. It's just date night looks a lot different. It, no, 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 it totally looks a lot different. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't. I was just saying though, that in that different time, we can also be grateful mm-hmm. in finding what is important. Absolutely. Right? Like it's not always the ambience. It's not always the, the candles. It's not always, you know, the perfect view. It's just being with you. Oh, which just like you said candles and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we could actually take our LED remote candles and have those in the car and still have candlelight dinner. Like if it was could, dark enough, if it was yesterday, dark, like we was could it? Start, well, yeah, that, yeah, we were out early, but I'm like, oh. That, that actually would be pretty cool. That know? would be pretty cool. So side note, for those of you that have the LED, you know, like the battery operated candles, you could take those on a drive with you if you were going out at night and you could have a candlelight dinner in your car. Yep. There right? you go. But that's what, you know, as we've been talking about this COVID season, as we've been going through this, and you guys have heard us share over the last few weeks, you know, sex, sex became a little more routine and the fights mm-hmm. became a little more intense intense that we got into this place you know where where we realized there was one very key thing that we weren't doing and we weren't being intentional about intimacy in our marriage we were you know we were struggling mm-hmm. and we know that a lot of you have been struggling too that it's not just you know isolated to you know the four walls that we live in in San Diego mm-hmm right? That there have been struggles around the one family about, like we were just talking about, about not being able to do dates, about having too much or too little time together, depending on, you know, what your particular work slash kid slash everything life looks like right now. And there's a lot of stress. And all of that really does lead to less sex and more fights. And straight up, the little things that might not be a bother are, are just being a little more irritating. Right. Like we had, was it yesterday that we were talking about all the stuff in the kitchen or, or a couple of days ago where I, I think it was yesterday we were, cause so on top of all that for us, you guys, we now, our kids have started back to school. Mm-hmm. 
we have two high schoolers who are doing um, distance learning. Mm-hmm. So everybody is working in our house behind a closed door from like eight to three mm-hmm. every day. And we're like weirdly having lunch together as a family, sort of, kind of. And, and these, and so, oh, I think it was yesterday because there was like a salad bag out. And then you're like, but I cleaned up the kitchen. And I'm like, yeah, but I had to throw your salad bag away. In the great big scheme of things, you guys, not a big deal. But when you're not being intentional about your marriage, it's those little things that suddenly you're like, what the heck are we fighting about? Right? What does this look like? What's the dynamic that's missing in our marriage? And maybe not just in our marriage, but also in yours as well. You know, Tony and I have had the privilege over the last 10 years to really study marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. To hear from thousands of like I, you know, even as we're talking about the show, I'm like, gosh, I wonder how many thousands of emails we've received over Instagram those years. messages, Facebook messages where you all have shared your marriage with us over these years where you've said, you know, what about, what about this aspect of my marriage? Maybe it was something with finances or what about this aspect of my marriage? And suddenly you're talking about, you know, concerns over faith or what about this when it comes, comes to sexual intimacy or what about this when it comes to just, you know, I mean, you've heard Tony say this, just touch me, right? Mm-hmm. That physical intimacy or, you know, what do we do on dates? These messages have been coming to us and we're so grateful for them. Oh, Totally. But what you've said over the last 10 years is these aspects of our marriage aren't working. And in the COVID season, I think there's been a microscope on marriage about what's not working in marriages, Mm -hmm. you know, and and we have to, we have to get to a place where we're going, wait a minute, are we, are we surviving or are we going to step into a place where we're thriving with this? And what's the difference and I'll tell you, what we're seeing in our marriage, the difference is being intentional. Yeah. And making time in these moments where we need to, you know, coffee break, take that time together. Hey, even in this even in this season, with the way finances are just, it, it feels like it's all over the place at times. And, and maybe for yourselves as well, some of you are, you know, riding high. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like, totally. Don't, don't downplay that. But even so, it's like, are you spending time looking at your cash flow plan? Mm. Are you still discussing that together? For those, for some of you, it, it has been a tougher season. Maybe you got furloughed. Maybe you got laid off. Maybe you got brought back on and got laid off again. There are just things that are happening. So your financial intimacy, it's easy. It's one of the easiest ones. I remember when we went through the, the Great Recession, it was the easiest one not to look at, not to think about. Because it was like, well, there's nothing there, so why are we even talking about it? And yet in this season, we've made it a point to make sure, hey, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on. This is what we're attacking. This is what we're we're selling off. This is where we're doing great. You, you know what I mean? For recreational intimacy, still getting out for our walk and talks. That's changed a bit mm-hmm. because with the beach closures here in San Diego, we didn't go for a while, mm-hmm. and that changed the dynamic of our our recreational intimacy. I got back on my bike more. I found that I just needed that time on my bike. And so even though the beaches have opened up, we're, we're not getting on those walk and talks like we used to on those Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings. But we pick up pickleball yeah, on Sunday afternoons. So we have a, a group that meets up, and we're like, okay, well, what does this look like? And that changed our recreational intimacy from a walk and talk to just, hey, hanging out, which we still do around the block here Mm -hmm. and around our neighborhood. But to go and start playing pickleball, 
that changed the dynamic of our recreational intimacy because Elisa and I are now playing a sport together and that's really interesting. So how does that dynamic work and how do you talk to each other? And it's like, I remember a couple of weeks ago. We're going to have to do a future show on pickleball. We will. A yeah. couple of weeks ago, though, I just looked at her and I'm like, just hit the ball over the net. It's not hard. <laughs> you know, we're definitely doing a future show on pickleball. So, and marriage. As you look at each intimacy, it's interesting in this season which ones are thriving mm-hmm. and which ones are mm, not so much. Well, and I think, you know, just in the conversations that we've been having with other people and in looking at our own marriage, that so often we get fixated on what we think the problem is, right? The problem is, well, we're fighting more. The problem is that we're not going on dates or the problem is that, you know, you can't put the toilet seat down or the, the problem is that there's a, you know, trash left on the counter instead of moved into the trash can. And, you know, what's become really clear, and I think we've had a sense of this over the last 10 years, but, you know, like I said, COVID's kind of a microscope on top of everything else, is that, so often it, we're fixated on the problem instead of looking behind the problem mm-hmm. to say, okay, what intimacy is either being neglected or ignored, right? Because that, that's the struggle, right? We want, we want to, you know, we want to point a finger. We want to look at our spouses and we want to say, Hey, this is you, you're not doing, or we're not doing or whatever. And we're just, we're just looking at the outward expression mm-hmm. of something that's going on internally. And we actually have to, we have to get back to strengthening our marriages collectively, one family, you know, Tony and Lisa leading the charge, but looking at these six intimacies really as pillars that are going to support our marriage and are going to really gird us up, right? Strength and be that armor to face whatever's coming. And we really want to talk about that a little bit more after this word from our sponsor. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it wasn't until just a few weeks ago that Tony and I really started going back to basics. You guys, when, when something is not working in our marriage, we literally go back to the beginning of everything that we've done here at one. And we're like, okay, so what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because it kind of feels like, like we're in a little crumble stage. Like when you look up, you know, at the ceiling, 
And all of a sudden you see a crack start to go across the ceiling and you're like, where did, where did that come from? Right. What's going on? And, you know, as we started talking about the six intimacies and how they were showing up in our own marriage, all of a sudden it hit me that, that these six intimacies are, they're kind of like the walls of your house, right? Like if you can just picture the walls of your house and, you know, or maybe even like the pillars, uh, like the, like think of like the big, um, like Greek and Roman architecture where you have like the columns, mm-hmm. right? And so you have these pillars standing there and, you know, when they're strong and straight and upright, the, the roof is solid and you're like, wow. And you can just like, there's just this, this majestic sense, this awe-inspiring sense that that is a rock solid structure, right? So let's just, you know, take those six pillars, those six walls and think of them as, you know, all of those different intimacies, right? If they're crumbling, we've all seen the pictures of like the Roman Colosseum and all of these places where you got stuff crumbling, right? When, when they're not as strong, maybe they're leaning, maybe they're tilting, just like your marriage, it can feel like things aren't as strong. If you picture your marriage is kind of the roof mm-hmm. and these six pillars, these six intimacies are holding it up if they're not getting attention, if they're being neglected or ignored, well, the roof, your marriage is going to start to, you know, crumble to the side or it's going to start to list to one side. Or, you know, it's like I was telling a wife yesterday on a coaching call. I'm like, you kind of feel like you're on a seesaw, like trying to keep everything up. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when we knew that we had to, we actually had to revisit this with all of you. We had to get back to basics and say, okay, you know what, what does it look like to really be intentional about intimacy? And like, we just need to, we need to bring this intentional intimacy, these six pillars of intimacy, we need to bring them back to the forefront. Yeah. That's and, right. and just re-explain them because it's been a long time since we've said, you know what, here are the six pillars. Yeah. And they're they are foundational. And really, since Elisa and I wrote our first book, Stripped Down, we've changed them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even back then we had six. But hearing from you guys and even going through marriage over this last decade and looking at each of them, they've changed a little bit, but not much. So the first one is emotional intimacy, and that's sharing your thoughts and feelings, mm-hmm. right? And this isn't only verbal. This can be nonverbal emotional cues that are happening, eyes, smiles. You know, those types of things are just as important as our verbal words, mm-hmm. because I think all of you will understand being vulnerable can almost mean sometimes the words are coming out, we're sharing them, and also our facial expression can mm-hmm. show that. So that that emotional intimacy and being open, honest, and transparent can be both verbal and nonverbal conversations. Absolutely. You know, we also talk about physical uh, physical intimacy. And that's really, when you think about physical intimacy, it's all the loving touches. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the departures that we made from stripped down to today is really separating out both physical and sexual intimacy. Yeah. Because there's so much physical touch that can or sometimes doesn't happen in a marriage. It's, it's the hugs. It's knowing, you know, the cuddles, the kisses, knowing how you like to be touched and how your spouse likes to be touched and creating intimacy around those touches that aren't necessarily sexual, right? Because so often, and this is, I think, since we started all those years ago, this has been one of the biggest points of confusion. Mm-hmm. And, and so now as, as we head into this next decade of whatever what an extraordinary marriage is going to be, we wanted to say, you know, what, let's pull those apart. Mm-hmm. Because the, the sexual intimacy that really, that's kind of self-explanatory. I feel like you guys all got a pretty good handle on 
that's everything the two of you do sexually, but to really pull out and separate the physical so that that can actually be a pillar that you grow and you invest in and you become aware of to go, what is the touch, the non-sexual touch that really supports our marriage? Yeah. And in that, you know, I mean, we just did our, our series, the kissing game, mm-hmm. physical, physical intimacy is that. That is what it is. And, and Elisa brought up many others. And so we did want to separate those to, to be very clear that physical touch is the, is the non-sexual touching of one another that can lead to your sexual intimacy. And Mm -hmm. so sexual intimacy, this is the most sex, the the most self-explanatory. It's one we've talked about so much here at One Extraordinary Marriage because we believe it is a pillar that needs to be addressed and talked about and looked at from different ways and different angles. Mm -hmm. And so we've always wanted to come and share that with you. And yet the other pillars are still important. Another is financial intimacy. And that's everything dealing from your joint accounts to retirement Mm -hmm. and everything in between. I mean, that can be trust. It could be life insurance, your, your monthly cash flow. It's your financial intimacy. And this may even be your daily spending. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? It may mean your Amazon spending for, for goodness sakes, understand we're, we're in it, but that's all the money and cents from, again, from those two areas, but, and even from jobs, mm-hmm. business side hustles, those all flow into that area. Absolutely. And you know, the last two are spiritual and recreational and your, your spiritual intimacy. I mean, that's, that's the faith journey right? Whatever that looks like, both for you individually and as a couple, right? What does that look like to share that with your spouse? What does it look like to have conversations over matters of faith or to practice faith together or to have two different faiths in your, in your household? You know, all of those conversations and the connection that happens through faith. And finally, the recreational intimacy. And, you know, we were just talking about dates and and this is all of the, what do you do together? Mm Mm-hmm. Walk and talks, the pickleball, it could be, you know, mountain biking, it could be your dating, you know, whatever those are, that's your recreational. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the answer to the question when you're sitting in the driveway with your spouse and the sitters inside, what do you want to do? Right. It's everything that answers that question. What are we going to do together? And, you know, so you start looking at these and, you know, what really hit home over the last month is we said, okay, you know what, what, what's, what's not working in our own marriage? What's happening in the one family is that we came to the realization that these are so fluid. Mm -hmm. You guys, they're constantly moving. We're growing, we're changing. We've talked about that a lot, but we hadn't ever taken a step back to go, what does it look like to really one, be intentional, but two, dig deep into these to really go, how do we pull this out? And yes, we've talked about it over the last 10 years. Don't worry. We have gone deep over the last 10 years, but what's exciting is that when, with this new awareness, we're going to be pushing forward, right? Into really building these out for the one family to really saying, you know what, we are going to strengthen, not just the conversations that you all are having, but to really strengthen these six pillars to say, what, what could the one family look like? What could it look like to have an extraordinary marriage that literally at its core, at its foundation has these six pillars that are, they're strong, they're functional, they're talked about, Couples are excited about them and, and the movement really just like gets propelled forward because we're all operating out of this place of understanding. We know what the six pillars are. It becomes that common language for the one family. 
Yeah. And with that, you know what? We decided to write another book around the six pillars of intimacy. And we want to give that to you guys because we're starting that this out. And we want to, we want you guys to start diving in more. Like, what does it look like in my marriage? What would this look like if we were to look at all six pillars of intimacy and begin to build them? Mm-hmm. Some may be strong. Some of them, you know, five of them may be strong. One, one of them may be like, wow, that's the one we need to really address right now. So go to sixpillarsofintimacy.com. Fill out the form there, put your best email in, and we're going to send you our newest ebook, Six Pillars of Intimacy. Go grab it today. You won't be disappointed. It'll get you started on this. And as we begin to build out, begin to, to help you guys see and look at each one for what it is and how it all comes together in your marriage, telling you it's going to be a fun ride. It started 10 years ago, and we're going to continue riding it now because really, in this season things get shaken up mm-hmm. and we got shaken up a little bit and we've been shaken up a little bit. So with that means new things need to come up and we want to make sure that we are plowing the field for the next decade to see you rise up. Each of your pillars rising up, growing, strengthening. So you have a home that is absolutely anchored in to one another You guys, it's been a joy today just sharing this with you. Again, go to sixpillarsofintimacy.com, get your free ebook, and enjoy. We'd love to hear your feedback. Go to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Send it in. Love to hear it. Or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you choose. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week, and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.